So we want our work to provide for us and our families. We also want our work to make a difference, to matter. We also want our work to fulfill us and give us joy and purpose. And you don't get that kind of work, that kind of job, without making some bold moves. And you cannot make those bold moves without self-confidence. So today, I'm going to unpack how to nurture, how to develop self-confidence so that you can make that kind of bold move to create a work environment and an impact that gives you provision, gives you making a difference, and gives you fulfillment on Headspace today. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. I want to discuss three different dimensions with very practical examples on how you can build self-confidence. Calling, action, and GPS. Not the geolocation GPS, but a different GPS. So calling. It sounds a bit woo-woo, sort of abstract, new agey, but I see it as essential because it's a spiritual connection with something higher than ourselves. God creates us for a purpose, I believe, and an assignment, I believe. And even if you are not a spiritual person, this sense of I was, I'm here for a purpose to make a difference in a very unique way is really, really important to create confidence. My first career, I was pursuing music. It's actually my second career. I, I sort of misstarted the first career because I have a master's degree in economics and I wanted to go into international trade because that's what everybody was doing. But I really wanted to do music and it was not the practical thing to do. And I felt it was a calling. So the practical versus the calling were clashing. And I was, I think, 22, 23 years old. So I had to clear my head. So I went and traveled to the north of Chile where my dad lives. And I went to the mountains backpacking with some friends just to get away and clear my, clear my mind and decide what to do with my life. And I'm sort of hanging out there and thinking about, should I do the practical or should, do the, should I do the calling part? And uh, I was laying on this big rock in the middle of the night, and it's the Elqui Valley in northern Chile. You can just see the, the Milky Way. It's, it was just stunning. And I remember thinking, I should do the calling. I, sh I should pursue music. And, and I'm young, and I probably will fail, but I should probably do that. And then there's a shooting star coming down, and I sort of chose to interpret that as a sign, right? And uh, so I'm like, okay, that's it. So I went back home, quit everything, started doing music. By the end of the year, I was on television. At the time, this was pre-internet, right? And I had three recording contracts offered to me within 12 months of me pursuing that calling, right? The reason I, I, I bring this up, and it might sound super impractical and super not concrete, but calling makes you feel fully alive. Anything that is worth pursuing requires risk-taking and rejection and failure and, and learning a whole bunch of new skills besides sort of the core skill. Uh, so you don't mind the slow progress. You don't mind, okay, I, can't, I have nothing to show for it six months in, that sort of thing. And I think calling really fuels you in an emotional, spiritual way, that way. And you go through the messy middle on any endeavor of any kind. And that messy middle, man, that's the danger zone, right? So calling is super important. Let's talk about action. Action is really interesting because we might feel sort of the desire to do whatever, dot, 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 start a business, write a book, pursue a certain career change. And we daydream about this and, and we just don't take action. And, and most people won't take action. 
we usually overestimate what we can accomplish in one year and we underestimate what we can accomplish in, let's say, three years. So calling has to compel action. Almost feel like I can't make a decision because I don't have enough information. And decisions are really not about information. They're primarily about direction, not about certainty. So all you need really to take action is sort of above 50% of evidence that this is the right way to go. And the rest is sort of fine-tuned in the process, right? So I'll give you an illustration even with this Headspace. Headspace is a podcast, a YouTube channel, and a newsletter, right? So this is Headspace. To make a decision to invest so much time in, t in content creation is a decision, right? It takes action. I feel called to do it. At first, it was interviews with people that I admire. That's, that was sort of the first step. Then sort of it, it shifts to a little bit more, okay, let's talk about maybe happiness, joy, the sense of shalom and completeness. Uh, and then that was just not exactly what I wanted to do. So it sort of evolved into human impact in this world, career, calling, and that's where I am right now, right? It first started when it comes to format in with unedited interviews, long form interviews. It could be 45 minutes, an hour, an hour plus with people I admire. Then it sort of shifted to solo episodes because I wanted a little bit more of a concentrated feel, something that's more evergreen, more produced, that it can sort of stick around for two, three years, and you can find it three years from now, it's as relevant as, as it was when it was recorded. Then it sort of evolved into solo episodes like I'm recording right now, plus some edited interviews where there's a long form interview that's compressed into something a little bit shorter, more concentrated. And now the next step that I'm thinking about is long form live streams that are completely unedited as an addition to the two other things that I'm doing right now. Uh, plus there's a newsletter that evolved as well, the format, the structure. And my point is this, my point is that you have to just take action and the action that you need is just based on direction rather than certainty and rather than having all the elements, all the puzzle pieces together. If you take action, uh, you, will, you will move towards a direction and then you'll change and you'll pivot. But, you know, to, to go back to the original intent of Headspace, it's the same one, right? It's about human flourishing. It's just how it's communicated, what the emphasis is, what formats we use, uh, what we invest in has changed over time and it will continue to change. Uh, but now we have so much content, so much great, amazing stuff, guests, insights, uh, life's changed, right? Um, but it started off with the direction. Okay, I feel called to do this and I'm taking action right now and all I need is the direction. Let's talk about the third thing, which is GPS. And this is gonna help you maintain your confidence because you can then break down the messy middle in the things that you can manage, change and tweak and measure. GPS stands for goal. What is the goal? Where do you want to be in a year, for example? What is the plan, P? What are the steps to get there? And what are the systems for S, right? The systems, what are the things that you're going to change in your calendar? How much money you're going to invest and what? What people are going to help you? All of that to help you make those steps actually efficiently. Now, let me unpack a very real example. It's my Exponential Life coaching program, which actually you can take a look at exponential.life. And it's an eight-week coaching program, right? The goal is to help professionals, high achievers, make quantum leaps in career and calling. And then sort of the long, long tail part of the program that people, for some of the people that graduate from that, is a year-long mastery um, 
program where people perfect those skills and actually join a network and help each other and sort of grows from there, right? So that's the goal. What's the plan for the coaching program? It was first starting with Exponential Life, sort of the core offering, the eight-week program, and make, creating the curricular, the structure, getting feedback, making changes. Where is it going to be housed? What are the automations and revisions and how do you promote it? That's the plan, right? So those are the different pieces. There's more to that, but I'm giving you broad strokes. What are the systems? The systems for Exponential is who's part of the team, who does what, right? Um, what can I do? What can I delegate to people um, who can help me with some of the, some of the stuff? Um, what are the communication systems? How do I create content? How much of it? How do I structure it? Um, partnerships, free events, promotions, right? So those are some of the systems. So every once in a while you can stop and you can say, okay, what needs improvement? Is it the goal? That needs to be sort of shifted because we miscalculated something. Is it the plan? Some steps need to be reversed or changed. Or is it the systems? And if you have this ability to very objectively look at something and make changes, your confidence doesn't fall. It actually rises because you know exactly what you can improve. I really hope that you can see how confidence can be built, right? You have this calling, this spiritual dimension, this sense of intuition, perhaps, perhaps it's supported by people who you love and admire, who can say, you should really pursue this, right? Um, so you can, you can wrestle with that, but you can land somewhere because you go, this is going to maintain my joy. Uh, this is going to provide some anti-fragility because I feel like this is a calling. This is higher than just the practical. This is higher than just the emotional. This is bigger than my obstacles. And the second part is action. It's you have to take action, right? And this and how do you make that decision? That it's more about direction than it is about certainty or cl or full clarity. And then the GPS is sort of this ability to under break it down into smaller pieces and then evaluate what needs to be corrected. So I think this is going to work for anybody who actually pays attention. It's worked for me over starting three different companies, two different nonprofits, it's remarkable. It's wonderful. When you show up with confidence, it's helpful for you to go through the day when the day is not going your way. Uh, but it also helps you sort of attract partners, investors, employees, clients, an audience, a following, right? If you show up with this confidence, this is something that it, there's a chemistry there, right? That you can, people can feel and go, I think I should pay attention to this. So I hope this helps you. If you like this episode, you'll also like another episode where I speak to an exponential alumni. His name is Leo Ramirez. And you'll see how his confidence changed as he was making some of these adjustments in his work, in his approach, in his mindset, in, in some of his sort of um, daily routines as well. So watch this next. If you love this episode and you know somebody who could use it, please forward this to your friends. Uh, help us create more of an audience so we can invite amazing guests, more and more amazing guests. And thank you again for watching this. Thank you for subscribing to the Christian Ray Flores newsletter, which is the Headspace newsletter. Thank you for just paying attention and being family and being part of this community. Um, I'm creating these pieces of content because of 25 years of experience of both failures and victories. And my hope is to serve you, to make your life better, to make your life more joyful, uh, more full, more holistic. And in this particular case, that you may walk with confidence, make some bold moves, because without that, that work dimension of, of meaning, of provision for your family, 
and for this higher sense of purpose, uh, you, you can't really access that without this core sense of confidence. And I wish that you have this, and this is how you get there.